It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Hello everyone and welcome to this, the latest edition of ESSR Feature here on the Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet podcast network. I'm your host, Stephen Wilson, and it's that time again. It's time to pit the best of this podcast. Actually, no, no maybe not the best. The the, 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 the middle? No, 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 maybe the worst. I don't know. <laughs> time to pit four of our podcast members against each other as it's time for Debating Chamber 5. The powers explode. Uh, yes, we have got... Wow, Jesus. <laughs> you went from describing us as the worst to that. Jesus, setting the world alight with that intro there, Stevie. I do what I do. I do what I do. I, I, my bar is low. I'm not even going to try and get the bar up. You know, I'm just going to get good. Yes, this is the debating chamber. It's one of the funnest and more favourite uh, types of podcasts that we do here at Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. And this is now the fifth one we do. So we're going to just get straight into it. But before that, just the usual bit of housekeeping. Find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Suplex Retweet. Uh, if you've not subscribed to us before, please do hit the subscribe button and catch all our past content and future content direct to your podcast uh, provider of choice. Now, on the fourth edition of Debating Chamber at the end of last year, three of our four panellists tonight were on that particular show. The other one, you can kind of guess what happened to him. We kind of alluded to it on that show. Yes, he retired. into Off into the sunset or... You know, whatever happens in Erskine, you know, into the dark, deep, dark darkness. But rejoining us for this particular uh, edition, we have the MVP, it is Kwaku Aji. What up? How's it going? Yes, good. How are you? Ah, not bad. Same shit, different shovel, really. That's all it is. Let's get to the debate. The rest of them don't matter unless they're all my team, of course. Yes, we have also... Grant McRobbie. Grant, how are you? Pleasure to be getting interviewed by the boy in the striped pyjamas. At <laughs> <laughs> least this on video. You know? Grant, we don't need to know about your Google search history, son. <laughs> we have a man who made his debut with us on the last debating chamber, and he's still here. 
to the acclaim of many if you watched last week's uh, season 13 draft selection show it's Chris Anthony Lopez yo I I'm so glad that I Chris Anthony Lopez single-handedly retired David Campbell like that that's something that I I thought would never happen but I I am gonna put that feather in my cap for the rest of time and I'm so happy to see all of your wonderful faces all right, Stevie, I don't know your boots, Roman Reigns, but oh well. I mean, Chris was clearly not familiar with David's history on this podcast when he came on that show because anybody knows anything knows if he loses a game, loses anything, he retires, you know. So I think he quit about five times between I'm actually leaving and that show going out. So there we go. Uh, and obviously, we have to have someone to replace the GOAT for this particular show. And we had to go down to air to find it. Yes, we've got him. Recording a show at seven o'clock at night is going to be tight for his bedtime. It's Jack Graham. Yeah, I'm here. First debating chamber, I believe I've been on, so it'll be it'll be fun. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, it'll be interesting. Yes, debating chamber. This is this is the fifth one we've done. We've we did two in 2019, one just at the start of the pandemic, and one as I mentioned in November. Last year, for anybody not familiar with how this show goes, I'll briefly explain the rules to you. So this is kind of, we've got two wrestling-themed debates that we're going to talk about on this show. But we do them in a unique fashion. We do them in the style of an Elimination Chamber match. So the way it goes is two of our panellists will start this debate. Now the joy is, they don't know what side of the debate they'll be arguing for. They know what the topics are, but they don't know what side they're going to be going for. Uh, our opening two panellists will each have two and a half minutes maximum each to get their side of the argument across before having a further five minutes where they will debate against each other. At that point, another one of the panellists will join the debate, again, not knowing what side he'll be go- they'll be going on. They'll be there for another five minutes before our final panellists will then join, and then we'll have between 10 and 15 minutes of just a- all four panellists arguing their point uh, so that's pretty much around about half an hour for each of them and then we'll decide who had the best argument uh, and obviously if you're listening to the show you can find us on our social media and you can pick who you thought was the best and who you thought was the worst and who thinks TNA is the, f- the third best uh, promotion in wrestling I don't think <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I can't remember how that one went so, it totally is, even though I've never watched it. <laughs> you tried it. You you tried it. It it was a valiant effort. Thank you. So, so temporarily, I will be remo- for I'll be removing my panelists from speaking at the moment while the, we introduce what's going on. Now, the first uh, debate that we'll be talking about this is a WrestleMania Fallout edition of a debating chamber, and the first one. After they announced at WrestleMania that next year's show will once again be a two-nighter, which will be the fourth uh, fourth two-nighter in a row, the debate we'll be doing is, should WrestleMania remain permanently a two-night pay-per-view? A simple yes or no answer for this one. So, first up, arguing the side that WrestleMania should permanently remain a two-nighter, it'll be Jack Graham. Thank fuck. <laughs> you, you must. You sound a wee bit confident, there, Jack. I am. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. On, I'm happy on the good side. Happy on the good side. Well, you won't be happy 
who you'll be up against. As arguing the side that WrestleMania should become go back to being a one night uh, event, I'll be Grant McRobbie. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be arguing the fact that this like WWE just shouldn't exist. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not. I'm not that harsh. You know, sometimes you got to have evil in the world. That's why we kept the goat around so long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I owed a favour to somebody you, so that was half the reason why he was still here. You know. He, that's why he got to do so much stuff because it was a really big favour uh, right so I'm going to put time on the clock Kwaku and Chris are in the background so they'll be trying to keep an eye on exactly what's going on so they don't seem lost when they come in they might still seem lost when they come in only one way to find out so I'll be putting the time on the clock Jack you've got two and a half minutes on you go Right, as as has been said before, WrestleMania has turned into a, a weekend long event, and it's going to continue being a weekend long event. Arguably, a festival in wrestling, to be honest, it's something that's kind of been needed, and, and who and who better than to than WWE to be this this company, this this people that try and get WrestleMania arguably into mainstream because that that's that's their goal at the end of the day, and having this over two nights as mainstream now to make that big box office headlines, which they want to do with with night one, just one night, sorry, but on a two-night show, think of the amount of st- superstars we're getting on it, think of the amount of people we're having each special moments on each night at WrestleMania and having it all meaningful make sense, like the WrestleMania we just had there. And also, with the two nights, there's more scope to delve further into that mainstream, as we have seen with celebrity-type matches. We've been able to get the likes of Bad Bunny last year. We had... Pat McAfee, we had Joy Knox, we had Logan Paul this year, into meaningful programs to get into that mainstream, to get a new audience to come in and to watch wrestling. They're, that's the kind of people get over into different aspects of of celebrity fashion, so to speak. Like with Logan Paul, he's he's able to kind of get the the more youth side of things, like with how social media and whatnot's going with YouTube, the kind of fans that just follow him, vloggers and whatnot. He's able to get that kind of base to come in and watch wrestling. Then you've got Joy Knoxville, folk known from the, the movies of Jackass and whatnot, and they'll be able to come from that. You've got Pat McAfee from the sports side of NFL. There's so many different avenues that we can explore with this, and they're able to do that through a two-night WrestleMania. It, it makes sense. We're getting more people on the card. We're getting more people having a show. We're not having to watch a seven-hour show start to finish. We're getting to split it over two nights. More manageable for the audience. It, it, it just it, 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 make, it makes sense. They're able to make more money out of it. it, it it's two of it, two of everything. I, I, I can't I can't think of anything else more than what I've what I've said. To be honest, two is indeed the magic number. Uh, there you go. So, Grant, you've got two and a half minutes now. What's your uh, argument for against the two-nighter right so why it shouldn't be a two-nighter it's too much there is such a thing as too much there is homer eating the cheese all night and then going blind that is what pretty much happens wrestlemania weekend they 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 put in so many matches a lot don't have a lot of build to them it's unnecessary and they can't even bloody put every title on the bloody card either it seems even when they've got two nights you know celebrities yeah there's space for them but you know where, what happened to the potential of uh, the Intercontinental Ladder match that we usually love? You know, there were so many bits that weren't needed. What Did Vince have to have a match with Pat McAfee that lasted for, what, about 90 seconds? Also known as the equivalent of what Stephen lasts on the average night? Probably not. But it happened anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just too much. There is fa- You could do a much better thing by also cutting down on the sheer amount of video packages. If anyone's been watching the product, 
they don't need the same video package four times in a single night to remind them of the match that they are just about to go and see. There is so many other ways that they could fill the time and still keep it so that it's not a seven and a half hour show either. They just need to be smart. Work smarter, not harder, as the GOAT would probably say. I feel very dirty saying that now. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty much my point, is that there's just far too much. Um, like, it even infringes the fact that NXT, yeah, great that we got to watch it at a reasonable time, but kind of takes away the shine when NXT was really your big night one thing. I feel it's a bit of a demotion for that brand. I feel it's not fair on the stars. It's getting overshadowed by overbloating two nights of WrestleMania. Interesting. So a couple of interesting opening debates. So we've got about five to... You've got an extra minute still. You didn't use all your time. So five to six minutes for the two of you to kind of debate against each other before either Kwaku or Chris come in. On you go. I think the what 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 one one interesting I picked up on was that yeah, you didn't you, you spoke about the mid card titles not being in WrestleMania uh, this this season obviously there was there was, there was no build build to it, as as you said I, surely that doesn't get rectified in a one night WrestleMania as you were saying if you're having to cram stuff into a one night show which obviously it didn't happen in a, in a two night thing but if you're trying to get it into one night and you're complaining about titles not being there. How, do you, how does that get put into a one-night show? Rejig match times. Some matches don't need to go as long as what they do. They've also got a big problem for not evenly distributing their times and matches. Like the McAfee situation. McAfee, in theory, had a great match. But you didn't need all the Vince stuff on the back of it and Stone Cold coming out. You cut away that match, all the entrances, exits, and all that. You're easily going to save 10, 15 minutes. All the video packages getting replayed over and over. And for the love of God, America, stop with the fucking national anthem at the start of every WrestleMania. It is getting butchered now. See, the, the, the WrestleMania is now more than a wrestling show, though. It is a spectacle. It is a fan of it. It is a thing that even like more, more than casuals, folk that don't like wrestling can get into. And if it's over a two-night thing, it, I, I, I think it would make sense. And you're going on about match times. First match, seven minutes. Second match, eight minutes. 11 minutes, 19, 21, 18, 13 minutes. And even in the second, the longest match we saw that full weekend was 24 minutes for Edge and AJ Styles. And that's not different to like any other kind of match times we see in a normal WWE show. I think like, we're, we're wanting, we, we complain a lot about folk not getting booked, folk not having this and that in wrestling because we're sweaty market fans that want the best for everyone. And you're not going to get that on a one-night WrestleMania. We're, we're giving them two nights, we're giving as folk as much spotlight as possible, we're giving people that WrestleMania, we're getting as many fans as we can over a two-night WrestleMania. I just, I just don't think it's feasible now that a one-night WrestleMania should exist. See, I think if we've got, like, if all the matches are coming in at that length, then why should a show be over four hours if the longest match is only 24 minutes and everything else is coming in below 10 minutes? That shows you how much time they're taking between stuff. Entrances and that are taking far too long. An entrance should not be longer than a bloody match. And yeah, it is a, it is a spectacle now. It is a big thing. But there is also the danger that if you put such a big spectacle into two nights, trying to draw in casual people, you give them one impression of the product and then they go and watch the actual product in the weeks that follow in with Raw and SmackDown and find, yeah, this, yeah, that's that's a one-off for many. Like, between then, it's kind of a lot more low-key till you hit SummerSlam. 
I think that's that's the kind of point, though. When like WrestleMania as a season finale, so to speak, guys, like hitting a reset, you're getting the big blow off at WrestleMania, and it's like it's everything's culminating to that moment essentially. And you're you're you're, you're wanting a big spectacle with that. You're you're, you're going to get that with WrestleMania, especially where over two nights we're getting to see as many people as we possibly can on that show, fighting and having having a good time. Especially with like the kind of celebrity stuff we're getting in it too. Well, it's there's a lot more to WWE and WrestleMania now than just wrestling. And a two night WrestleMania is able to provide that. That's like two nights. It's just it's overkill. It's like you don't need a two night Super Bowl, you know. And that is the other big spectacle of American culture and sport. I don't like that. I don't think they're comparable. I don't think because you can't. WWE fans compare it with their social media. I, but that's that's fans and social media engagement and stuff. That's comparing a football match, which is like 80, 90 minutes, whatever it is, to, a, to wrestling matches, which are, as we've seen, 10, 15 minutes. And it's like, you're, you're, how, how it's, that's, it's not comparable. I, I can't accept that. It wasn't the fans that were comparing it. It was actually WWE themselves that were putting up all their stats and figures to try and show we're the bigger thing now. Because they were comparing about like social media reach and whatnot of like, the amount of like attendance and like uh, clicks and whatnot they're getting. But comparing an uh, American American football show to a, a wrestling show is just it's not it's not feasible for for this. It feels like there is a lot of common sort of ground between the two of them. Big end of season finales, which draws in fans from all over the world that aren't even usually fans of it. They get parties for both. The only difference is that you can get the Super Bowl done in a single night and it's kind of forgotten about the next day. Mania, night one and two. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff, but I'd say this year is probably the the first year where I've felt I enjoyed the two nights, but every other year before, it's felt too much. Plus, when were UK fans? You can how hard that is to stay up past 10 o'clock at night. Aye, but that's the, whether 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 we're UK or not is completely indifferent to what a, what a two night WrestleMania can actually do. I think as as well with two night WrestleMania, the, the 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 money generated from that, the, the jobs that are given at the at the shows for each. So there's there's a lot of benefits out with the actual wrestling card and the product that two night WrestleMania can bring to that local community, to the to the company, to what they can potentially do out with that that, that one night just wouldn't be able to do. There's there, there's far too many pros out there that the, the negatives of a two-night WrestleMania just it, it doesn't fathom to suggest that two-night should ever be gone. That's that's definitely fair. You made some fair points there with that. It's Yeah, there is a lot of financial benefits, but there is also the potential that by putting on that, over, that overly long, you can overexpose things right. as well, and you can even put people in that they might come in for the one night and suddenly they're put off from going back into it after it. Well, some interesting points in that opening uh, exchanges. So we're going to bring someone in to join Jack in the, at the fray here. And joining him will be Chris and Fred Lopez. Oh. Chris, five minutes. Oh. Two-night WrestleMania. It's the perfect situation. I think Jack touched on a lot of the great things about a two-night WrestleMania that I personally have been trying to champion since the first time they did it during the pandemic, during the 2020 WrestleMania. Right. We saw like in other promotions how splitting your show up in halves and over the course of a couple days, it's just more beneficial to the actual workers of the show and to the fans that are going to watch. Now, imagine all of us going to WrestleMania 39 at SoFi in in Los Angeles. And what would be more beneficial to us? 
a two-night show that's maybe between three and a half to four hours or sitting in one spot for the entire day of nine hours, including pre-show of WrestleMania, right? That's a long-ass time to be somewhere, a- anywhere. Doesn't matter if it's wrestling or not. Like nine, almost nine hours of pro, pro wrestling. We all love pro wrestling here. We do. But nine hours sitting in one seat, paying for $20 beers the entire day. It's not, a, I'm not a fan of that. But the actual two night structure, when we first saw it in Tampa a couple of years ago in front of a live crowd, that's when we saw the potential in this. It's, it's more fun almost. We have more. There's more to do over that WrestleMania weekend. Y'all are talking on the spectacle of the show. It's WrestleMania is the quintessential wrestling event. Regardless of how you feel about WWE or other content, WrestleMania is the quintessential wrestling show. And when it went to two nights, everyone, at least I don't want to say everyone, the majority of folks were like, oh, thank God. Now I don't have to sit there or you can just pick the day you want to go. It's also beneficial to the fan because they tell us in advance what match is going to be on what night. Oh, okay, great. Like, yeah, night one, we're going to see Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. If that's your fancy, that's going to tickle your fancy, go to night one only. That's it. And it's on a Saturday. Who doesn't love wrestling on a Saturday? The structure just fits better for the workers of the show. Like what Jack was saying, it's better for what is like, like everyone behind the scenes is why well, you're not working at long ass one day. You're just doing your three and a half to four hour show, doing it the Saturday, and then you run it back the next day, completely new car, completely new set of matches, and it just it just makes more sense doing it two nights. Cause damn, no one wants to sit there for a whole day. We were seeing that for for decades. The longer and longer WrestleMania's got. Like the longer the show's got, folks, and we can we've seen it before. Let's go back to Undertaker Undertaker versus Roman Reigns, right? When they main events at WrestleMania, I think it was thirty-three. Don't fact check me on that. But the crowd was dead for the Undertaker, the 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 face of WrestleMania for decades. He his match was last, and Roman Reigns is up and coming star. The crowd turned on them. Granted, the match wasn't great, but the crowd was dead going into it. And that was because they were on last of a seven-hour show that no one was mentally prepared for anymore. Two nights, that doesn't happen. You split the show up in two, that that type of stuff doesn't happen. That's why when Roman Reigns goes over, and regardless of the match quality, fans still pop because they were only there for three hours watching the damn show. And typically, they used to sit there for double the time. It can get exhausting as a fan, as a spectator, whether you're sitting on your couch or sitting at the show. Like WrestleMania two nights just makes more sense for everyone involved. Interesting. That's some that's some good points. I mean, to me, you've got to look back. Um, like the, for me, the best manias are. Well, I'm kind of old school that way. I love that old run back, like WrestleMania 16, WrestleMania 18, 15, 14, even WrestleMania 30. And a lot of those shows all come well under the four hour mark and still give everything that gives a big WrestleMania feel without needing to put so much on that's over two nights. The the celebrity thing, I can see the financial benefit of it these days, but unless there are some people that are like, sometimes it works, other times it doesn't. I Don't get me wrong, I think this year. Their celebrity choices hit it out of the park. But 
there's been a lot of times where it's taken valuable space in the card for someone who deserves to be there, but just for the sake of the money. Mm-hmm. The old Vincent machine. So, um, some good, uh, some good points there from Chris and a good quick uh, retort from Grant there. And he's now going to have his backup joining him for the final stretch of this uh, debate. Quacku uh, is now on. Quacku. I wonder when I'm ever going to team up with Chris. Like this is three times in a row. You're you're well fiddling with the digits there, Stevie. It won't be the first. Anyway, I thought I'm gonna pick up on some of the things that I heard because I'll be honest, I was hearing quite some shite. Uh, WWE economy. I couldn't care less about the WWE economy. They make so much millions upon millions of millions of pounds from Fox Network. You talk about the jobs that they're putting in for the local community. Uh-uh. Yes, they put in some jobs, but have you actually seen some of the adverts they put out for staff at Access? It is a priv- they make it seem as if it's an honour and a privilege. They don't actually pay you for helping out at Access. You get a t-shirt and an on the head, thank you for helping. That's about it, and just hanging about. And you can't even really meet up with some of the superstars that are there. So you're real, like they're literally just hiring mascots and not paying them. So to say to put down WWE economy helping the local community, I'm sorry, that's about shite. Uh, Intercontinental US title. You said about having a two night affair. Now with the Intercontinental title. Uh, it was great to see it being fought at WrestleMania this year. Was it? oh no way it didn't happen. What about oh, the US title? That was such an uh, oh, no actual that, that didn't happen either. So clearly the issue with uh, having all these wrestlers uh, finally having a chance, it's not a tonight issue. It's clearly a scheduling and build up issue with the actual storylines and the wrestling. A tonight tonight uh, doesn't sort it. What are you going to propose next? A free nighter? A whole week? A whole month? A whole year? Every day? Why not? Why not make it WrestleMania to make it stupendous? It'll make it stupendous every day so we can get every match going on the guard. But what about this? The women's revolution. We can finally have a women's match that isn't for a title, that is just a feud. That match that happened this year with. Oh, no, wait. It was the Raw Women's title, it was the SmackDown Women's title, there was a, a Women's Tag Team Championship, but was, don't, wasn't there a feud for, just just a normal feud for women to fight on? Because we had this two-night WrestleMania that everything could be fitted on. Didn't we have that? No, we didn't. Mm, no. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we didn't have that either. Sorry, folks. Right. And so, oh, yeah, the, the thing about we know what night, uh, what wrestling uh, match is going to happen that night. So I turned up. Folks, you won't believe this. Saturday, I turned up to watch the New Day take on, for, for the love of God, I turned up to watch New Day fight uh, Seamus and uh, that other Rich Holland, whatever his name is. I turned up specifically. You are alive. To watch that match, I <laughs> was so happy. I got my plane into Texas to watch that match on a Saturday. Unfortunately, Liar. my plane was flying Sunday morning, so I went all the way there just to watch that match. And oh wait, no, I didn't see that match. That's oh, a load of shit. Yeah. What was it? Timing issues? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. because we have all yeah. that all that time to spare because we're doing it over two nights and we have yeah. timing oh, issues. Oh, oh yeah, that that. Oh, my God, this two night thing's working really great, isn't it? <laughs> 
Um, machine. And wait, oh wait, 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 wait. We can have see this two night thing because people were absolutely dead for the Roman Reigns Undertaker match. We can have Roman Reigns main event the second night, and people won't be dead for Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, and everyone will be happy. And, oh no, that fell in its arse as well, doesn't it? Uh, your problems with the booking. Your your problems no, with the booking, no. and I get I'm that. Trying to, I understand. I'm, I'm trying to highlight to We're you all. We're not talking about it's the not, booking. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm trying to highlight to you all. It's not a two night issue. It's not a three night issue. It's not a four night issue. It is the booking. It does what what you all said there. The question isn't the booking. Yes. No, but what, you're, you're no, but your you're all with saying, the booking. No, which no, I no. have a problem with too. But you're out here talking like, oh, where's the icy title? Shit, I wanted it too. But because like, I'm sorry, they did didn't you, want to put it on the card. Did you or did you not? You and your team member, Jack, say that tonight solves the issue of getting more and more people on the card and getting these matches in. Did you not say that? That wasn't I, the problem I, when they were doing the one day. I said that it solved the issue of more folk getting like a standout moment at WrestleMania. I didn't really specify for it. I, 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 I said myself oh, it was oh, He's giving the Tory answer. He's giving yeah, the Tory I said answer. myself it was crap that, uh, <laughs> that they weren't on the show. But I mean, and you've got I, your own superstars in WWE have said that they've defended the reason for the, the US title and IC title not being on. Just check out Sammy Zayn was saying. It's the way the chips fall. It just is what it is. Ricochet oh yeah, of course he would say. Of course he would say that as he was a former IC title uh, holder, he lost it, but he was still a mania. So, and let's, let's 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 be real as well. You said that you you don't care about the economy because they're making enough money. That's 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 indifferent as to why it should, there should be a two night WrestleMania or a one night WrestleMania because of your feelings of the company and the money they make, regardless no, of what I, they do. That they, 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 what they could generate. That's. Uh, it, that, that first point you made, Todd, is a bit kind of indifferent. It's, it, it means nothing. It holds no value or weight into you know, whether it should be a two-night mania or not. That's just my you're personal saying opinion. The, you're saying go that the two it. nights feeds into the local economy, which is all great when it's in America, but what are you going to do when they probably turn around and say WrestleMania 40 is going to be like WrestleMania 40, Saudi blood money? What, they don't need money in their fucking local now, let's get Okay, let's stop with the whole money thing. Let's stop with the whole politicking and everything. Because, oh, so we, you're, let's talk, you're, we're you're, talking you're, about you're matches. We're talking about matches. You're acting like the second WWE started doing two night manias, matches started getting cut or moved to the next day. You're acting like a match has never been cut off a WrestleMania card ever. We're that, not is no, no, that is a load of garbage. That is a load of garbage. Many, Chris, and you want to talk about Chris. women's matches? Women's matches used to be the ones that got cut in the first place. Chris, did I ever? There would be did, WrestleManias whoa, 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 where we'd have whoa, maybe I'm, what I'm one stop, women's no, match? No, if no, that, I'm gonna stop you there. I'm gonna stop you there. Did I did I say that? No. What I was saying was the fact that you all were saying because it becomes a two nighter, cut um, matches don't get cut or they're less likely to get I cut. And I was I was I didn't say that. that. I was highlighting the fact I was highlighting the fact that because you've made a turnator, it doesn't mean that these cuts don't happen. You get matches moved on. You just get you, essentially turnator has just become more video packages. The amount of times that I saw Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar video package of Brock Lesnar driving that forklift, it felt like a forklift was in my house on the Sunday night when I came back from Texas because I missed the New Day match. Again, and, how you're this, how you're going about the two nights, I understand your critiques, and they're valid critiques, but it's still better than sitting there for an entire day at whatever freaking stadium you're at and watch it all. Because let's be real, if they had one night, if this past WrestleMania was one day, we would have seen the same amount of video packages 
We would have seen the same booking, same everything, but it would have been way more exhausting as an experience. Like, let's we might be have honest. Got, we might have at least got some matches on the pre-show for once. Yeah. You know, but the pre, the pre-show, they made that. They it's turned that. that that's what SmackDown was. You want to talk about three-night WrestleMania? It's a four-day weekend. SmackDown, the two nights of WrestleMania, and Raw. That's four straight days of WWE programming and wrestling being featured on all four. And it's a big deal. They made SmackDown a big deal. The shit at the, they had the Hall of Fame directly afterwards. Let me get me started on how great that was. But then you have the two night WrestleMania and then the Monday Night Raw. You have Cody's grand entrance start off the thing. It just makes sense to split it up to not then, make it as exhausting as the viewers. What fault at the wayside? NXT, NXT not having a big crowd. Yeah, there's an argument that could be said about NXT 2.0. However, they don't have the big crowd that they're normally synonymous for having at takeovers because people knew that they wanted to go on to WrestleMania because it was happening on the same day at two different arenas. So people didn't have that time. Saturday could be NXT and the end days because we all know WrestleMania is a big spectacle many different promotions from all over the world come down. You have your Supercard of Honor, you have your um, GCW, all, all these I, I don't know all the companies, you may be better telling me what they are and all that stuff, but it caters for so many people of different wrestling elk that like different wrestling but WWE have made it a two-nighter and it's meant to solve this issue of the fact, I mean, they have a big roster, okay, it's the diminishing because of unfortunate releases and stuff like that but we're still having the same old shite unfortunately it's the Saudi Nitro is not solving the issue at all it's actually the red herring it's actually the red herring it is the booking it's not the two nighter it is the that's why I say it doesn't need to be a two nighter because we're getting the same old shite happening 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 I think we need and to kind of realise that nobody, nobody's, nobody's compensated me or, or solved my issue with the new day on the Saturday that I missed. And I'm, let's, I'm, be real, uh, let's be real, if WrestleMania was one night, that match just wouldn't be on the show. It just, it just, wouldn't, it just wouldn't be a thing. So maybe, maybe, maybe two nights is, is like thankful that you've got it. Two nights got it. I think we even got it on a Sunday night. But I think we've got to, we've got to kind of realise the fact as well that WWE and WrestleMania it is more now than the basic core of just pro wrestling. It is mainstream entertainment, and they are providing entertainment over that two nights. And it, they're getting more people on that show. I know you're going on and say, but folk matches are getting cut, and there's this, that, and that. There's more standout moments. There's more meaningful things that two night show when you get a one night seven hour slog fest, and you're getting that provided to us. And it's 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 making sense in every aspect to this. Even the arguments you're hitting back at me, I, I'm still not seeing relevance as to why it should be a one night. I mean, I'd like to say, Jack, I've just went and done a wee Tony Khan style. I've went and got an independent study, which confirms that you're talking absolute bollocks right now. <laughs> what, I'm sorry, come on. <laughs> Jack is a bot. He's a Tory bot. Aye, can, 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 what, what point? What point has that been raised at? Like the fact that, like, say, like, some of the matches wouldn't make it. I mean, because Mania has always had matches fit into the card that you wouldn't expect to be there, but New Day would have definitely been there. Like, the New Day are a huge, huge part of WWE these days. And it would have been, it was really, it felt an absolute sign of disrespect. I mean, dig it wrong, at least we got to see Butch on night two. Butch! I think, oh, but, so, so what, what's, what's, what's the part that I've just called? bullshit on then because what we look we look at Wrestlemania 31 night there's 8 matches we've looked at Wrestlemania 38 2 and there's 2 nights 1, 2, 3 
nine, ten, eleven, wait, nine. I can't do maths. Sixteen matches. So we nearly got double the amount. And you're saying that for me, highlighting that one match probably Memorable would be on the well. show you've, you've called shit on. By saying there's two nights doesn't necessarily mean there's more memorable moments because you can still have as many misfires in two nights as what you can in one. But at least they were still featured. They were still on the card. Like I said, other WrestleMania one-day shows have had matches completely cut for whatever damn reason. And since Quaka wants to bring up the lack of women's non-title matches, a lot of the matches that used to get cut were the women's matches titles or not. You know? Like, I want to hear. I want to tell so, me. It's not so. I want to ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? That's my, that, that's my, that's my point. It's not Quaka, so. Can I ask you a question? Go for it. What I, you keep talking about anti two day? What's the pros of one day, please? What's the pros of one day? Get it done and done with. Um, it puts more of a focus on instead of diluting what is a spectacle. Yes, Super Bowl is different because it is one sported occasion. However, it is one sported occasion that is literally just made it this big. I mean, even the coin toss is is as an occasion the Super Bowl. I mean, you. I'm sorry to say this, Chris, but you Americans know how to stretch how, how grand a fucking coin toss is. That you have that. Yeah, that's you, you bring in ex-presidents from the 19 canteens to come down and then to his horn and flip a coin. I'm like, wow, that's incredible. Over here, it's like heads or tails, right? Fuck off. That side, that side. But <laughs> WrestleMania, though, let's talk about the wrestling. Let's get yeah. off the Super Bowl. Let's yes. talk about WrestleMania. No, but that's my point I'm trying to make is that it just makes it that one concentrated big thing not diluting it into two nights, three nights, four nights, whatever you want to do with it. Uh, when, when, do, where do you go from here? When you want to make a super stupendous, for example, is it? Is it? Is, uh, when are you going to tap out on how many nights? Do you think a three night would be better? Do you think a whole four nights? Do you think a week will be I better? I just said that they already do a four day thing because it's SmackDown. No, but WrestleMania, the bread Wrestle, for, your, no, for that WrestleMania, WrestleMania sandwich. No, listen to me. WrestleMania alone, would you take a four night WrestleMania? You have said multiple times now that putting it on two nights dilutes the product oh, no. when arguably the, enti- the entire stretch of the last decade of one night WrestleManias has diluted itself in one day. Somehow, again, booking's not the problem, but as the shows get longer and longer, the more matches that are added, you have to split it up into two days just because you, re- you ran into that problem of these bad WrestleManias because they would be so damn long. Matches would suck. They're not good. And yes, they put their emphasis on certain ones, but damn, I'm not, I would argue that it's more diluting to have it all on one day, 16 matches, Jack said, on one day than it would be on two nights. WrestleMania 34, one of my favorite WrestleManias out there. WrestleMania 21, WrestleMania 17. Imagine if WrestleMania 17 was two nights. Imagine that two nights. Do you not think that would have in any way damaged the... No, 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 answer me that. If it was WrestleMania 17, we won't know. (laughs) The world may never know. (laughs) We're only the fifth. That's going to be like the big, the big questions that come out of ESSR debating chambers. What is real wrestling, and what if WrestleMania Seventeen was two nights? Yeah, <laughs> who knows? That could, no, that could be a what if show. Night, night one would be main evented by the pop of the, the greatest pop in wrestling history when Linda McMahon gets off the jail. <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of those two nights. Just saying. 
<laughs> yes, uh, another lively debate from this particular type of show. I don't, know, I don't know what it is, right? See, when I'm in the waiting rooms, I'm just like, okay, I'll be calm, I'll be calm. And then when I was like, quack off, you go, <laughs> you're, you're literally like the person that's like, rips, rips their own wig off, hold my bag. It's fucking Dennis. No, I mean, I really like Chris as a person. I really do like him, but when you're we're debating, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. What did you say about my mother? <laughs> I love Jack, but I want to slap him during that. <laughs> I know he was, yeah. he's very straight-faced. Uh, you know, Aye, just uh, yeah. the debate started off very... I thought Chris... Uh, no, no, Chris, sorry. Grant and Jack, they seemed um, very civil. Uh, looked like they may have had like, shared a, a tea and a couple of biscuits while they were going on it. Uh, uh, Chris came in and Chris... Got his points across, and then Kwaku came in. And the thing exploded. Um, the powder as Kwaku came. does, you know, like he he mentions things that uh, that are not relevant in these conversations, and like, it's you know, like I like Kwaku. I also like you as a person. I think you're great, but like, holy shit, we were t- we talked about money for at least five minutes. I just raised the point and moved on, and then y'all came back on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. There was some interesting points, uh, obviously, and people don't see this, the video aspect of this. Uh, Jack counting to 16 on his hands was quite funny. <laughs> 16, uh, I was trying not to close my train of thought whilst doing maths at the same time, so I was like, fuck, fuck, shit. <laughs> uh, if Jack managed to count to 16 and, uh, and space that with just his hands, I'd be thinking he was for Fife and not here. <laughs> <laughs> The fundamental aspect is it's like you have it two nights because it's going to be this big whole, you know, conglomerate entertainment extravaganza type thing. The argument for one night seemed to be that there's maybe too much in there. And, and the, the most interesting part of that debate was the whole, I never thought the U-Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland match would have been such a prominent feature of any show that we ever did. But I did well with that one. You got that. You got that. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think it's a very tight debate, but I think you could you could really tell Chris's reaction was like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this, but you know what's happening in both nights over that match. Oh shit! <laughs> oh hell no! I the the way I reacted was like I hate that we're talking about this one match that would have looked the same on either night. They could have did it on night one still. The match would have still been 90 seconds, which is a booking problem, which is completely besides the point, but continues to No, No, actually, that, thinking back on that, I was like, oh, fuck, I missed a point because it's when we're talking about we know what's on what night. It's like, yeah, they cut out that match. And they also kept on telling us what they checked on changing the main event. All the all the talk was like, this will be the main event. This will be the main event. It's like, you got Stone Cold. Of course, you're going to be the fucking main event. Why else would you put anyone else on? I'll be honest, I had more points against Grant than Jack, so I was going to hit you with, uh, what if uh, Wrestle Kingdom, is that that's two-nighter, do you like that one? I'm really shocked. It done the two-nighter first. Was that? Uh, Wrestle Kingdom done the two-nighter before Mania, Uh, if I remember right. You prefer that? At first I didn't. Um, but it's kind of grown on me. That's why when 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 Jack when Jack when Jack got the two nighter, I was like I was like right, 
let me be on Jack's side, and then it's like, oh, it's me. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to... this. Is twice Stephen's done this to me, and they like made me go like I'm fighting from under. Like, this is not my place. <laughs> yeah, but def, I, I think it's a close debate. I think it could go either way. Uh, I'm gonna like the UD argument. Uh, yeah, it's it's where is it just to Kwaku and Grant just. <laughs> That's bollocks. So, so what's what's your? That's, I, I, I'm not. To be honest, that's bollocks. If that's your argument for what it, what the is hell? Out of all the things that's been arguing about, because new the new day match, a three minute match, got moved to a different night, you're saying it shouldn't be two nights. Is that is that is that your final judgment? My personal opinion is it should be two nights, but the argument I think that kind of helps. No, so your, your final judgment on the argument is that because a match that was three minutes got moved from one to another, you're not happy. You're not <laughs> oh happy. Oh my god. Minutes. If that's it, I'm leaving that call. That's call right now because it's like fucking bullshit. What's the, what's the point? Aku, <laughs> he didn't talk about the pros of one that WrestleMania to the last three minutes of the conversation. Like what? Steven, you're fucking deluded. You're genuinely a guy. <laughs> I just do that. If, if you think that's if you think their argument was great enough to beat what me and Chris were able to do, you're 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 no wrestling fan of mine. <laughs> <laughs> We we check Steve is a bot. <laughs> is, is he a bot? <laughs> Steve, oh, we're gonna send you one of those Brian. capture codes. You need to prove that you're human. I don't actually like I don't really care who wins or no, I just try to figure out who's gonna get the best reaction in that. But oh my god. Can can we get I Jack mean, and Oscar for that performance? I mean, that was fucking beautiful. I mean I'm, I'm pretty I'm, sure he would have Will Smith you there if he could. I mean I'm I'm not gonna lie, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit a stretch, but I'll take it. <laughs> a, personal pre- a personal preference is one as one of the bait, and that's that in itself just shows the whole thing's flawed. It's bollocks. That, no, he bollocks. no 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 no. He personally prefers a tornado, but he just felt that the way I gloriously debated about the I just pick what, what what sides an argument. I don't pick what sides what 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 wins or what's not. Lord of bollocks <laughs> Jack winning's winning whether it's by an inch or by a mile Grant talked more about the pros of a one night Wrestlemania in the first two minutes than Kwaku did the entire time he was on screen oh that was like, so good I, 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 mean, I, I could go through all the arguments that kind of work out um, eat suplex people eat sleep suplex people, people, in the why, I can't even get the name right this is happening why like why why can't you wh- why can't you just be gracious in defeat extend the handshake and shake I mean, her hand if you want to me if you want me to go no, through okay. the stuff no no even. don't don't you made the call you made the call i don't want to hear it i don't want to call, hear it. i mean i don't know it's, it's gonna make me more raging to go through yeah it's just gonna piss me off more what you provide is the reason is it's enough for me to know that you're wrong so don't, it's fine don't i don't want to i don't want you to go beat by beat to tell me why i'm wrong my opinion as People on this podcast tell me very often my opinion does not matter. <laughs> I am really, I mean, I am really I here mean, to moderate I mean, this. Uh, your opinion matters to me, Stephen. This is why it's, it's bothering me so much. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I know the opinion wasn't my favour, but that's actually 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to, to, be, to be carefully honest as well, it's all about making moments, and Jack made a moment right there. <laughs> now, yeah, and I, I second his moment. We could have a... We could have a one debate show, and the moment's been made. <laughs> just end it there. That's it. You, you've, you've got, you've got, you've got your clutch, your snippet. Just yeah, that's why we should need <laughs> the next one. There you go. We don't even need debate two or what. That's it. We've won it in the one nighter. Boom. <laughs> Jack Graham, you're no, you're no fan of mine. 
<laughs> Honestly, I thought you were going to fucking break into safety dance the way you said that. <laughs> you oh, can watch night, night one if you want to. You can oh, your friends behind. Please, please, listeners, give your opinion because your opinion is what truly matters on this one, not mine. Jack, you just need a little bit of the power of positivity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I, my genuine was, opinion is it was a very. It was a very even-sided argument. Both sides were very, had a lot going for them. The one thing it helped twist the debate was Quacko's point, and I think that kind of, that's the only reason he gets it. The one thing I would have that I was thinking in my brain while sitting backstage listening to Jack and Grant talk, and I was preparing myself to go with the one to to defend the one night. The one thing that neither one of you said that I thought would have won the argument for y'all was that night one was significantly better than night two. And the the disparity in quality between the two nights that would have that if y'all would have said that I would have been like all right I I submit because I, mean, I, I can't defend that but y'all I mean, didn't say that and I'm you're, like oh, you're okay, abs- so this is mine like we got this Chris you're absolutely right in that sense absolutely but it turned out we didn't need it because we still won <laughs> oh no, my god <laughs> Let's move on. This is What's a, the fading chamber screw job what's the next one what's the next one let's get to it. <laughs> Oh, I love hosting these shows. They're great. I'm going to put these guys back into the background to stew. It's <laughs> just the basis. Oh, my God. I love this job. Uh, right. So, <laughs> I'm going to take a bit of a brief at the side because our second debate <laughs> revolves around the U Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. She's had two WrestleMania matches so far and they've both been universally praised to have many people asking the question that we're going to ask in the debating chamber is will Bianca Belair become the female equivalent to Shawn Michaels Mr. Wrestlemania can she become Miss Mrs. whatever you want to call it Wrestlemania arguing the side that she should she and she will become that is Chris Anthony Lopez yes Chris, I know you're a big fan of Belair. Very disappointing not to get her in the, in the latest draft. Very much so, yes. Well, I'm going to spare you an argument with Kwaku here. I'm going to spare you an argument with now with a temperamental Jack Graham <laughs> because you're going to be in there with Grant McRobbie who will be arguing against Bianca Belair having that, Monica. <laughs> oh, yes, Grant. You're in the perfect spot of poo-pooing Bianca Belair. Whenever the time starts, let me know. Yes, I am about to put the time on the clock. So again, you've got two and a half minutes for your opening arguments. Uh, Chris, the clock is on. Go. So Bianca Belair, in her short time on being on the WWE's main roster, has made such an impression and has made this... like She's sending shockwaves throughout women's wrestling regardless of promotion. And look at the two main events, or the two matches that she's had that are both main event quality at these two previous WrestleManias, right? First one being against Sasha Banks, which did main event night one of last year's show, and this past match against Becky Lynch, which is arguably the best match of the weekend, right? Okay, great. So Bianca not only is two for two, but she's putting on these five-star, I don't care what Meltzer says, to me, they're five-star quality matches, and this, she's been on the main roster for such a short amount of time. That's the crazy part, right? Now, I know it's polarizing to say that somebody is the next Shawn Michaels. No one's comparing Bianca 
directly to Shawn Michaels. It's the moniker of Mr. or in this case, Mrs. WrestleMania, right? And what Shawn did over the course of his career in having these killer matches, win in a, in a win or a loss, he had these stellar matches against the likes of many, Undertaker, Kurt Angle, Razor Ramon, and everyone in between, right? Bianca Belair is on the path to continue this stellar streak of incredible matches, right? Two of the best workers in WWE, regardless of gender, Sasha Banks, Bianca, and, and Becky Lynch. Bianca Belair has had stellar matches with both of them, right? And the fact that they both could have matched, they could have both been main events on either night, either show, one day or two day, doesn't matter how many WrestleManias there are. Bianca is a star in her short time and being this, the, uh, like she's the face of the biggest wrestling promotion of the world in regarding in regards to women's wrestling and the promotion that, in my opinion, has the best women's wrestling in North America. And now here's this 2-0 record who already has 10 stars under her belt. I think Bianca is definitely on the road to be there. Now, will this keep up? I don't know if she'll keep winning, but damn, Sean didn't win all of his matches either. Sean lost his last two WrestleMania matches. Granted, they were incredible matches. Bianca, she's on the path to do that for herself in Mrs. WrestleMania. Right, to your opposing argument. Right, so yeah, some good points made there, Chris. Um, yeah, like Shawn Michaels' record isn't exactly the most stellar, but it's not about the the win losses that really determine uh, a Mister or Mrs. WrestleMania. Same way Johnny Gargano was pretty much Johnny Takeover, didn't exactly have the best win loss record. Bianca, though, I see as something entirely different. I see her being more than just being defined by... It feels a lot like the gimmick with Shawn Michaels and that is being defined by WrestleMania when he is an all-time great. And this is where I believe that Bianca, I feel that she wouldn't be a Mrs. WrestleMania because I feel that she will be bigger than that. She will be a Mrs. WWE. She has the potential to exceed that and to really shake off that moniker. She's already off to a great start with two absolutely fantastic matches. She has shown that she can bounce back from some absolutely awful booking, like the SummerSlam when like, Becky came in and beat her in what, like 28 seconds? These are these are things that I I honestly can't remember in my memory any time that Shawn Michaels lost in 28 seconds and had to redeem himself back from that. I could be wrong because, you know, that's, it's got a long career, hundreds of matches, but in my mind, this is where Bianca is actually showing credibility to be so I'm, I'm not saying that she won't be Mrs. WrestleMania, but I believe that she, the reason I believe she won't is because she's going to be a whole different level of superstar. Um, she has a much more diverse fan base. Um, she's representing women's wrestling. She's representing women of colour in an absolutely massive stage. Um, so she has that capability within her. And yeah, she puts on banger after banger of matches. But I feel that She's not going to be defined by one pay-per-view or two pay-per-views. I believe that she'll continue this kind of streak into SummerSlams. I think she'll bounce back. She'll have better SummerSlams. I would expect her to be someone that's going to head a Women's Survivor Series team one day. I can just see her being a benchmark. And it's one of those things that when she first came up, I'll be honest, I wasn't too sure what I was expecting out of her because she looked pretty good in NXT. But I was like, this is always a different kettle of fish when you go to the main roster. She has exceeded 
every possible expectation I could have thought of for her, and that's why I believe that she won't be a Mrs. WrestleMania. She'll be more. Interesting, some uh, good opening uh, salvos there. Uh, so, yeah, you've got five minutes to kind of go at it. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, and that's perfectly valid. I agree with a lot of what you just said. I think Bianca, she'll she'll be a face of WB for a long time coming, and that's great. And yes, she, what she does means a lot to people of color and women of color and just women in general, again, in pro wrestling, where women aren't still, they aren't booked all over the place from promotion to promotion but bianca or let me go back to sean sean was still bigger than wrestlemania sean wasn't just mr wrestlemania sean's considered one of the greatest if not the greatest wrestler of all time and he still had that mr wrestlemania feather in his cap he can have they can have both and to your point like yes bianca i think is currently a face of wwe but she can also be the misses in this case to, to for lack of a better word wrestlemania right like you can still do both like there's you don't have to do just the one and i get what you're saying right like that like maybe sean's like mainstream appeal his crossover appeal wasn't the biggest but sean michaels was like he was again lack of a better word the sex symbol of wrestling for a very long time and what sean was doing was bigger and he had a lot of influence shit he started and co- co-founded Degeneration X, the, the faction that single-handedly changed the game for WWE or WWF at the time, going into the Attitude Era. Like they were they were so big and influential. And Bianca, yet not saying that she can't do any of that. She totally can and she I think she will. But she can do it both. She can do everything. Like she can do multiple different things at once without having to just strictly put her to WrestleMania but yeah, no, totally. She can do everything, but she can still kick ass at WrestleMania and still be the face of that pay-per-view. I think, I, I think another thing, and this is me putting a big what if out there, because, and that's what this is, is it's all big what, what if sure. she does become Mrs. WrestleMania. Right. And another thing I think that could have an impact is the wrestling landscape has changed so much in the last mm-hmm. few years um, with AEW coming into the big picture. Yep. Um, we've got the likes of the Impact, the Knockouts Division, stuff like that. And I think one thing that could actually stop her from being a Mrs. WrestleMania as well is that she's still very young. Who's to say she's going to spend the entire entirety of her career in sure. WWE? I do believe that there is a an argument to be made there that whereas in the past when guys came up in WWE, especially that kind of Attitude Era and earlier guys, they were in there, they were made for life. There wasn't really... It's not that there wasn't other options out there, but once they got into that niche and carved themselves into it, they were... They were in the rock. They were in the bedrock. You couldn't really take them out without having a big big impact. And that's why the likes of Sean and stuff like that, they might have reduced their in-ring time as it went on. But they were always WWE guys. Right. Most, but you've got a lot that do leave. She could leave. She could come back and could then still... But then to me, that would take away from the Mrs. WrestleMania aspect if she was to say, be here for six WrestleManias, leave for four, come back for another ten. Uh, most people seem to generally have a fairly consistent Sean might have had some gaps probably did I'm not always remembering every little bit of it but I just think that is going to be another thing to me is how long does Bianca see herself in WWE um, because it's not just herself she'll be thinking of she'll think of her own career her husband's career her family all that sort of stuff um, so yeah I think you're making some good points that you can be both you can definitely be an all time great and be known as that it is, it's essentially an extra title 
it's almost it's almost an unofficial title to hold. It it's not quantified with a belt or anything. It's a, a symbol. But I do believe that there is that risk that she might event not saying she will, but there is the chance that if Big Tony was to pull the finger out and actually make AEW's women's division really stand out, which it has the potential to do with the talent now, she could eventually do a lot in WWE and go, you know what, I've been here for five years, but a lot of my old girlfriends have went over there and I really want to go and play the ball with them before Cody she has a chance to come at if Cody Rhodes didn't come back to WWE, and he, if he wasn't the first one to jump from Tony's Island to here, I would be more hesitant. But because he did, and he was so, he was so welcome with open arms, especially going into this WrestleMania. I think going other places doesn't necessarily hurt you. Sean was away from wrestling for years, and like that's, I mean, that's that was for other reasons. He didn't go to another company. He was he was hurt. He was presumably retired. But again, he came back, and he's still. He had the best run of his career, in my opinion, during the second run. And if Chris Jericho were to leave AEW and come back to WWE, they would welcome him back with open arms, I guarantee it. Right. Yeah, some very good points there. Some a very good opening debate. Now, in the first half, they claimed they've never been a team together. Well, times change. Joining Chris is Kwaku. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> well, Chris, I'll put it to you. Da, da, da. <laughs> so, so I'm going to come in here now and as I said, Grant, you've not really put like, what Stephen Kira put, remind me of the question. Uh, will Bianca Belair become the equivalent to Shawn Michaels' moniker of, Wrestle- of Mr. WrestleMania? Well, I agree with that. You have so far have not really presented. You, you need to kind of present as to why she wouldn't be have that moniker. So far, you've just said she's going to be WWE person, whatever have you, as if diminishing and completely diminishing this fact here and diminishing the acclaim that this could be. This is a huge award to put a stone to somebody. She has already turned on WrestleMania. She's had, as Chris said, two great, great matches. Who cares what? One WON is it's funny, it's WON because the guy always loses. Um, but it's, it's, it's uh, he's they've had she's had two great matches, and um, one of them was a main event, the first black, uh, the one of two first black women to main event WrestleMania, which will always see as a person of color myself to see something like that will always stick with me no matter what Kofi winning this and uh, all, all sorts of it would always stick with me this all happened at Wrestlemania she's had great builds up to each of these fights you know that both of these fights they've had some uh, uh, some amount of meaning to them it's not just oh you've just won you're going to go and face them that's it done uh, win your belt off you go they've had the good build ups and everything and that's what Wrestlemania is all about it's all about having that storyline to get to that show it's all about like we we talk about Shawn Michaels, everyone remembers him fighting to fight the Undertaker. Like the lead up to fighting the Undertaker was a bigger fight than fighting the Undertaker itself. But everyone remembers the build up to that, and this is what Bianca does from Royal Rumble. That that's the goal. That's the set. That's the time that everyone talks about when you point at the sign. She was pointing at the sign and whipping her hair uh, and everything. 
that's the time where you know it's Bianca time because that's the time when that big fuck off sign is up there and then it goes on fire when Ronda Rousey points at it because she's the baddest girl in the world but that's another thing but that is when you know it's game mode for Bianca because she is the epitome of Wrestlemania and that is why she will be Mrs. Wrestlemania in fact no she won't be Mrs. Wrestlemania she already is Mrs. Wrestlemania I'm going to say it right now she is Mrs. Wrestlemania so far you've not presented an argument or a reason as to why this won't happen all you've said is that she's going to be bigger great it's great she's going to be bigger but it's, you're saying that as if like this is she's won second place at the egg and spoon race no this is a big acclaim to be called mrs wrestlemania and i think she's already there i've told you why i think she's gonna be mrs wrestlemania i've told you why she is already mrs wrestlemania but so far your argument i'm sorry to say you're lacking a bit and don't even bring up the new day now because i've already done that so off you go uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't be cheap and bring up the new day you know you know and i'll, I'll, I'll try and give you the e- I'll, try and give, I'll try and give you the est of arguments my friend um you want me to present um another thing and this is this is just coming down more to my personal views in wwe and that but i have no faith in long-term booking in wwe and actually being able to keep consistent level quality for Bianca no, for multiple no, WrestleManias going forward. No, I'm going to stop you there. You say you have no confident long-term booking. Mm-hmm. Her Mania match just there was long-term booking. It was literally the case of she got manhandled and lost in 28 whatever Is seconds. Eight months. Eight, eight months. months. That is long-term booking. In AEW, you would have probably, I mean, I like AEW and everything like that, but you would have just had them feuding and feuding and feuding and feuding. You had them feud for a bit, but kept them apart and built up that storyline after Royal Rumble go time and like i was saying that build up to wrestlemania that's when it's bianca time mrs wrestlemania here we go i also don't have any faith in them actually keeping reliable opponents going forwards i feel that like they've got a big problem with there's no there's a few people whose booking is generally untouchable at mania um you know there is a handful of them brock's on the most part um like likes the reigns and that but I just believe that while Vince is in charge, you're the woman's going to really suffer at some point because he is a fickle old bastard. <laughs> like, and on that note, really... we bring in an angry young bastard. <laughs> Jack is coming in <laughs> to help uh, with uh, Grant here. Jack, the floor is yours. Uh, yeah, th- things have been said as to why Bianca Belair should be Mrs. Mrs. WrestleMania. I don't fully believe that she... Not, not that at this moment in time she is. Maybe she could be at some point. Maybe there's someone else. But there's, there's, there's things that have been, been said. Uh, Chris, I'll come to you for a couple of things that, have, that you've said. She so said it's on track to be clear in the same, and on the same lane as HBK and perhaps even like surpass her as as Mrs WrestleMania and Mr WrestleMania. Could, could you categorically defend, like not, not defend that, but back that 100 percent after two matches? Oh, I said it was polarizing. Like, it's very polarizing to say that, but, like, to have some type of equivalent from Sean, like, the, you know, like, the boyhood dream, you know, like, that, that's Shawn Michaels. Like, Bianca, I think, embodies that in a modern sense for a different audience than what Sean was doing at the time. And I think that it, it leads on to my next point of your talking about the face of women's wrestling. <laughs> she, she hasn't at, at Charlotte Flair. I think it's, 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 I'd say it's, it's, by it's, force, it's, sure, yeah. So, 
then it's then it still is regardless by force or not it's it, it's I, I, Charlotte for the first person first woman to main event Wrestlemania she's been in bigger matches than what Bianca Belair has been for Wrestlemania I think a lot not not going away from the significance of it but I feel that there's more worried to what Charlotte Flair's brought to Wrestlemania already perhaps with long with maybe long territory of being on in the roster longer or whatnot. I feel there's more evidence to back the point of Charlotte Flair being Mrs. Wrestlemania compared to Bianca Belair Is it because of her last name? Not at all. Because, like, I I think with Charlotte, right, let's go go back to that main event, that triple threat of Rousey, Lynch, and Charlotte. What's the rematch that we all want from that one WrestleMania? It's Lynch and Rousey. Mm -hmm. Flair was the weak link of that triple threat. If we had one, not saying she was bad, but if we had one, it's Charlotte Flair. Now, I get what you're saying. Like, I totally understand it with Charlotte being the face. Yeah, totally. But, like... I, I mean, I'd be the face, too, if my father was Ric Flair, you know? Like, I... And again, I don't want to discredit Charlotte's work. I think Charlotte's incredible. I think... I'm, I like to think I'm one of the few that actually defend Charlotte Flair. But See. Bianca <laughs> is... Mm. Bianca's somebody that, like, she... Talk about homegrown. Talk about, like, she didn't have that... She, she wasn't... Like, she didn't come up with this big, grand storyline that she was a part of an NXT. And she came in... Like a lot of folks thought she get, just get squandered in the card, but then like she built herself to be even bigger than she was in NXT, and like she's the she's the underdog. She's the one that lost to Becky Lynch in twenty some seconds at SummerSlam, just for eight months later to mm-hmm. have her eye kicked in during this main event quality match halfway through night one of WrestleMania, and she crushes it in the reaction that she got both times that she won the belt at wrestlemania these past two years just it, it proves that i i think bianca is is one of the faces of WWE, regardless of gender and yes is it kind of crazy to compare her to Shawn michaels now yes yes it is but for the sake of conversation i'm like she's i don't see why she doesn't have a reason to be that same on the same or going to, I shouldn't, don't want to say same level, but the same type of caliber with the same name. Like, I, I don't see how she can't do that. Like, which, I, granted, I, it's all hypothetical. It's all what if. Jack, can I ask, is that is that your main argument? She cannot oh, be... Oh, mate, mate, a, I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, 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 I just want to clarify uh, that uh, no, Bianca no, no. Belair cannot be Mrs. WrestleMania because of Charlotte Flair. No, that's mean. No, that's, that's that's not the argument that I've that I've made. Okay, well, oh, please continue. The point that I'm saying that there is, it's just I think that's just how it is. I'm not saying of what what it should be. I think it's just as how it is. And I don't know if it can be said off of two WrestleManias. Uh, the next point I will say is that the one of you said the record didn't matter, and the other one said it's meant two and one WrestleMania. And we can already say it meant so that's that's just me being petty. That's nothing to it. Uh, one one that I want to ask you, Quacker. Uh, you said that the, the stories for Bianca going into each mania have been memorable, and it's kind of you compared it to Sean and Undertaker before the match. No, I d- no, 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 no. I said that everyone, rem- everyone, the WrestleMania is not just the match itself; it's all about the build, such as uh, Sean Michaels going to fight Undertaker. I did not compare the two. I just said such. No, as, I, I mean, as I mean in general, example. like you're, you remember this. You're, you're saying you remember the story of Bianca Belair for the the, the, the mania the, yeah. for our matches. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what the story was of Sasha Banks. Could you tell me? Yeah, this story? I... So, so you're gonna tell? 
Well, basically, so she had that, uh, Bianca had actually won the Royal Rumble. Sasha Banks was the champion. And then they had a personal feud going into the, uh, into WrestleMania. And they got that build in that short amount of time. They got that build. But then the next year in the, uh, WrestleMania, she had that long-term booking feud with, uh, Becky Lynch from SummerSlam into WrestleMania. So she's had those, those build-ups and the fact that she's been Royal Rumble winner in her own right and then now had that long-term booking yes there are two different uh, build-ups but she's had two build-ups nonetheless and I'm sorry, like, if you're going to say that that's a uh, not memorable or okay build-up, she literally won the Royal Rumble. That's the point of the Royal Rumble, is to main event at WrestleMania and take the big belt, which incidentally she did, so... I'm glad you told me that, because I actually forgot yeah. she won it. I mean, in the same, in the same, in the same vein, you, 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 could, you couldn't apply that same argument to Hank Nakamura and AJ Styles, because even when the Royal Rumble, I couldn't tell you the story that went in into no, that no. moment where they were best no, friends no, going no, 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 no. Nakamura and AJ Styles, there was a bit of a story and the fact Rochambeau. that they two have... No, no, they've known each other at New Japan. They, um, they're both fantastic wrestlers and this was going to be the match of all matches. It's just a shame it didn't deliver on the night. That was the issue with the Nakamura and AJ Styles was the match that didn't deliver on the night. But there was a build-up because everyone was looking forward to, AJ, uh, to the AJ Styles Nakamura and it was funny to see that Nakamura keep on going, I am going to beat you at WrestleMania. That was funny, but the match didn't deliver. That was the issue with AJ Styles and Nakamura, not necessarily the build. You can say you can have more of a build. We maybe wanted the heel turn before WrestleMania. That's potato potato, but there was still a build. And the fact, again, again, Nakamura won the Royal Rumble. Quacko reference New Japan, no matter what happens in this debate now, I feel like I've won in life with this. <laughs> I, I think that, that for me for me Charlotte Charlotte Flair as it stands as Mrs. WrestleMania I feel that there's a lot more trust and waiting with her at this moment in time two if you, if they had to pick one up it is going to as as Charlotte Flair and I don't know with however long Charlotte Flair stays in the company compared to Bianca Belair being in the company one can't eclipse the other. In this case, Belia can't eclipse Charlotte Flair and be in that, that prominent spot of Mrs. WrestleMania. And that's a great, it's a valid point, you know. I and I understand that, you know, Charlotte's had more WrestleMania matches un, under her belt and she's had great performances. I'm not gonna act like she hasn't. And that just further proves that who's the next logical step, right? Bianca has to topple Charlotte Flair. Like that's your WrestleMania 39. That can main event your night one. Bianca and Charlotte, you know, for this hypothetical moniker that we're talking about. And this isn't like, and the, the question that was posed to me when we were pitched this, it was, will Bianca become the female version of Shawn Michaels as Mr. WrestleMania? Is she right now? Maybe not. Maybe not right now. The question is, will she? Will Bianca? And I think over the course of time, with the trajectory that she's going on, her star's only getting brighter and brighter and brighter. Like, mm-hmm. she is becoming this big face and her first match i will never forget her first match not only for reasons that kwaku had mentioned two black women main eventing a wrestlemania match holy shit i thought i'd never see it but i'll never forget the finish talk someone mentioned will smith here not too long ago talking about will smith and one another the real smack heard around the world was bianca's hair whipping sasha in the the stomach 
and I, the wealth I that left, my coin that leading, leading into the KOD for the finish. Like that was like the the entire arena, the entire stadium just gasped, and Michael Cole is losing his damn mind on commentary when it happened. Like these these are memorable matches and memorable feuds. I think like I don't think Sasha and Bianca's done. Becky and Bianca, they're going to wrestle again. Like they're these these big stories, and the best part is that like Sasha the super over or not Bianca the super over mega baby face that she is. Like when she turns heel inevitably, like how Sean used to. Like Sean was a heel at one point, and he was still putting on killer matches, putting over dudes. Bianca mm-hmm. could totally do that. And like again, I I know it's very polarizing the question. Like we're comparing Bianca Belair to Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, my favorite wrestler of all time. I love Shawn to death. Like I, I love everything he's done in his career. And to me, comparing anyone to Shawn's almost like blasphemous. But I'm just taking the moniker. I'm taking the moniker that Shawn has, and just Bianca's two performances so far, and this this crazy ass build that she had with Bianca or that she had with Becky from SummerSlam to WrestleMania is memorable in itself. Literally taking the belt off of her in 20 seconds, very unceremoniously, to the shock and awe of many. And then she had to find her way back to Becky, only for Becky to kick her in the eye during the damn match accidentally. And she still, she finished and she won. And the reaction that she got was warranted. And it was, it was, it was incredible. Like, I, I mean, again, and maybe I'm biased, you know, like, I don't want to make all this whole conversation about race or anything. But I think we have not had someone like Bianca on the main roster before. Because Sasha, she came up like, you know, yeah, babyface cool, but she turned heel and she like all her all the backstage rumors, whatever, the politics aside, Bianca in her short time in the main rosters made one hell of an impression. And we cannot deny that, regardless of how we feel about this question or not. So in the future going forward, I think she just turned like 30 something. She has many a year wow. left in pro wrestling. Yes. So like she still has her time. Like she's still relatively young. Like I, I think she has more than enough WrestleManias, wins or losses aside. Like what, regardless of the outcomes, she puts on great matches, and that's something we can't deny. And if they're all, if they happen to be at WrestleMania, the biggest show of the year, biggest wrestling show of the year, then all right, cool. But if we still don't want to give her the, that moniker yet, I understand. But later, let's let's revisit this conversation in a few years and see which argument holds up. Such beautiful words spoken by such a beautiful man. Preach on. I see a lot, a lot of what you say. Like I think Bianca Belair is great. There's a lot, a lot of stuff I just I agree with. But it's, it's the, the moniker. I just don't. I feel that there's. I feel like too many dominoes need to fall for that to happen. And sure. do I see that falling in time for her to be in a spot of her being Mrs. WrestleMania? I don't. I feel there'll be probably some up and comer that Vince probably yeah. fancies the pants off of an NXT 2.0. I don't know if there's enough going time, keep it going. so to speak. There's already to, a rocket yes. strap to her. Now, first, uh, two so, so is, that rocket, is that rocket going to surpass Charlotte Flair? In the eyes of Vince and WWE and the whole thing itself, is that going to surpass Charlotte Flair? Is that rocket going to stay on long career. enough? Look how early in her career she is. Look how early, and she's already won two belts, the two different belts. 
at WrestleMania. She's won the Royal Rumble. She's quite easily the MVP at all the Royal Rumbles. That even if you don't win a Royal Rumble, being the MVP in a Royal Rumble can pretty much cement your place to WrestleMania and some sort of feud. That is, if we go to a three nighter and they get all uh, different women's matches in, I'll just say that. Uh, but it always cements your legacy into um, into a WrestleMania match of some sort if you're that MVP. The first time she was in a Royal Rumble, she was still in NXT and they gave her that very dominant spot of just eliminating anybody that moves. Even the commentators pretty much got eliminated by just looking at her. And then she goes and wins it the next time. And then now she's again in a prominent spot um, in the Final Four fighting for and it's now become a thing of Bianca Belair it's just the ultimate for a lack of a better phrase GOAT so I hope she doesn't retire soon uh, <laughs> of Royal Rumble and that just pretty much cements your way into Wrestlemania and as we've seen before with Wrestlemania she's always given the prominent matches the prominent spots put on great shows gets you so invested how she will never be a Mrs. Wrestlemania in the future I'm sorry, the argument is falling against you, Grant and Jack. You've turned up. You've turned up. You've done well, guys. I feel that you're talking about a Royal Rumble matches making an MVP. We're talking about, yes, we're talking about how great it is, but that's the Royal Rumble match you're talking there is not specifying how she's a Mrs. WrestleMania. That's what I said. I said that doing well in a Royal Rumble pretty much cements your path to WrestleMania. That's what I'm saying. We're talking about. Race. We're not talking about. I'm, so, oh, well, also, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for something I said that you don't remember. You don't remember her build up to Sasha Banks. I was just get, trying to give you the education of why uh, the the build up was memorable. That's all I was trying to do. Four, three, two, one, and we're done. Brief. <laughs> we were we were having such a good conversation that Quack was like, Jack, you're wrong. And then it was, <laughs> I, I just felt there wasn't enough. I thought it was going to be Royal Rumble for NXT time, and I was like, "That's got nothing to do with WrestleMania." I, I, mean, I, I was, I was, I was just like, I was just like, there was no enough win, space. Sean did win the Rumble a couple times. To Quack's point, thank you. I mean, we're talking about the one that NXT, 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 you, know, you know, I mean, that had, had no had no bearing in the conversation. No, sure, I get it. I get no, it. no, Quack's no, tactic is just go shock and all. Hey, Shaq, fucking tell me. All this is off the record. Remember, remember the second. Remember the second time. Sean was trying to fight Undertaker and that heel turn and the Royal Rumble match, how memorable that was and what look where it got him to. I mean let's let's delve into this is a this is a great debate of tag team debating because Chris starts, Chris does his Chris was Chris did all the points as you want to start with bang bang bang. And if I was in Chris's position, I would expect the Grant to come in and go like, Yeah, she's not gonna do that good. And then Grant comes in and goes, "No, oh, she'll do that, but she'll do more." I'm like, I don't know, Chris. I might have threw me. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's why I came in and said it's like you, you're describing it yeah, like it's the second place in the egg and spoon race. To be honest, I knew as soon as Quacko came in, I wouldn't get a fucking word done for about three days. Wait, that's his technique to win. You don't actually get to argue with Quacko because he just does shock and all meets Foghorn Leghorn. Okay, that's. Because obviously Grant came in and did that, the whole, oh, she's going to do better and she's going to do this. And then Quacko comes in going, hi, but you've not actually said why Why is that? And then you're like, right. If Jack doesn't come in and go, I no, 
she's no that this and then get him in that and it's like oh this is all good this is all moving the right way just bold as you like going she's no that Charlotte Flair <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like chucking a grenade in like Charlotte Flair <laughs> right like that was the Charlotte Flair of it all like it was very hard for me to not just be like, like oh but Bianca's black like I don't want I know <laughs> this is a very, there was so a many very things you the girl girl. Up, yeah. I just couldn't see anything against and I was like <laughs> shit <laughs> I, I did like how Chris had to go going, I'm not making this about race, but... Yeah, I don't I don't want it to be a race thing. I didn't want like, to how, could you, how could you argue that? How could you argue against that? Right, <laughs> like, they're right. Oh, I didn't want to be like, well, it's like, that yeah, you're saying some pretty yep, suspicious yep. stuff there, buddy. Because that's thing, because <laughs> that's thing, like, if me, if either me or Jack went to argue that, I'd be like, hmm, the two white boys together are arguing it, eh? <laughs> this is a little bit ropey. This is this a little right, bit dangerous. Right, we need to make this fair. We need to make it fair. <laughs> <laughs> That was, the, Trump, yeah, that was the Trump card. That was the ultimate yeah. Trump card. No, 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 not the Trump card. That's racist. Oh, I mean, right, right. <laughs> you can, you can tell you Jack was sitting there for about fifteen minutes. He's still stewing from the end of the last time. <laughs> <laughs> he came, he came out fighting. He came out. His, 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 his floor's probably just all these bits of crumpled up paper. Going, no, nope, I'm up. gonna go down the stairs, and everyone's gonna be like, "Why the fuck are you shouting so loud?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, you need Jack to say is Steve. First because it was my fault that we lost the last one. Because like I, no, I didn't, no, no, I didn't, no, no, I didn't no, go no. against the New Day hard enough. That's what it's it Steven's fault that we lost <laughs> the last one. There's nothing to do with what happened in that. Uh, yeah. So the kind of I was I was helped with like Quacko was mentioning Bill. Somebody at least kind of thought like, yeah, the first Bill wasn't as good as the second Bill brought up. And then Quacko then tries to as he does turn it around going like, it's a two year build. It's a whole big circle. <laughs> This <laughs> is so like ah yes, but she then just did this and then this and then this and it's like fair play, fair play. Uh, and then we got to this whole final salvio, and there's things in my head. I'm like, see if somebody says this or something doesn't get said. This this could this could get really make or break these things in my head because these things like if you say this, this makes a fantastic point. One of the points was somebody the, the discussion about ah Bianca's this young and she's done this. None of the nobody came back and went, Hi, but Charlotte did that, that, and that at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like, if somebody did that, it's like, yeah, there's the comeback one. And the other thing that came in my head, and I'm like, please, can some, if, if they say this, then this could make things interesting. I was hoping they would have get said, if it was going to get said, it get said early. The thing that was in my head going, see the way Quacko's describing Bianca Belair? He's trying to picture as Miss Royal Rumble as opposed to Miss Retromania. I was scared he was going to say that, or that Jack was no, going to say that. No, well, Jack did say it in the last 36. No, like, my, my point, no, my point was to actually say, yes, she's amazing at Royal Rumble, but what I'm trying to say is that the build-up to WrestleMania is that point between Royal Rumble when the sign's up, up to WrestleMania, and that's when we really see the shine in Bianca Belair. It's not all about just the WrestleMania match, and that's why I brought up Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, because everyone remembers that build-up to him trying to get The Undertaker Undertaker to fight him and streak versus career. That's my point I was making. Yeah. But the thing with Michael is this when he's talk no one talks about his rumble wins very much. It's all about his WrestleMania stuff. You know. Granted he but, did win the Rumbles. You know. Mm-hmm. He won the Rumble. He was the first guy who won the Rumble for number one. But if you were to tell people name your double winners for Royal Rumbles, I think Michael's would be near the bottom of the doubles. Because a lot of people associate him with that big thing. 
Quack, if this argument was, please tell me if Bianca Belair is Miss Royal Rumble, I think you would have won this in the first five minutes. <laughs> first 30 seconds, with how quickly you fucking rapid-fired it off. I, I get the point you were trying to use the debate for, but I think you maybe you sprawled too much into the Rumble side as opposed to the Mania side. Oh, and if you would have got away with it if none of the two of them had pointed it out, but it does get pointed out very late on, like you're describing this as just more Royal Rumbles. <laughs> I was going to just start taking a shot every time you said Royal Rumble and see what happened to me. Chris, if this is the thing that swings it, I am sorry, but that is some bull, that's some BS. Now you don't have to know, mate. Now I know, now I know. No, I'm sorry, because I was literally talking about the build-up. Yes, I said I that she's... I knew saying, yeah. Do, do you know what I'm saying? No, I, was talking... I, I knew what you were saying, I knew what you were saying. <laughs> So how Chris, that... is, Chris is replies yet. Yeah, I know you're saying, but we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, because of what you just said, that you don't understand wrestling. I said the Shawn Michaels thing. You could just see Chris going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I need I need to hear the verdict before I, I decide whether I'm mad or not. <laughs> ah yes, um, it's tight. But like I said, if any of those two arguments didn't get brought up. Chris and Quacky with a one, but the guys brought it up towards the end, so I'm going to sweat to them. Oh, what? Thank you. <laughs> Thank that you. is ridiculous. The debating chamber screw job <laughs> continues into the second round. It's way past my bedtime, Stevie. You don't know wrestling. <laughs> it's crazy how, like, two of my favorite acts in wrestling. The New Day and Bianca Belair screwed me in this debating chamber. <laughs> For different I was, reasons. I was honestly just half expecting Quacky to throw off his headphones and then blame it on the rabbits and just hear him in the background going, It's your fucking fault <laughs> for eating my shoes that put me off my debate. Oh, jeez. I mean, the thing that didn't get brought up, Grant mentions this thing about everybody, about our jumping ship. I mean, is isn't it mentioned again. I mean, that could have been a great bit. I thought I handled that in the beginning. That's why I didn't bring it up again. I'm, so, I'm sorry. This is some horse shit. Jack can't even tell us a reason why she would never be in Mrs. WrestleMania. Jack just why. brought See, up I was actually trying to say it, but you keep I was shooting. raising my points See, about doing it right now. I was why raising my points Why is Charlotte Flair not a reason as to why Bianca Bella can't be in Mrs. Wrestle? This is bollocks. That's No, this is bollocks. This is bollocks. This is this is 90th minute and Rangers just got a penalty and you handed it to Jack. That's what you'd done. If I had a, if Rangers had a pen, I would not hand the ball to Jack. <laughs> this this feels like this how I feel right now feels like I just lost another round because of a thirty a ninety second match. Like that I, I don't like I, I'm I can't fathom what what the hell is happening right now. I think <laughs> we need a new host. I an impartial judge. Can I, I think I just I, I, did 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 can I, I, be, can I be brutally honest? I was not originally meant to host this show. The original host of this show is now retired. So you can blame him. No, 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 Stephen, like, fact, do you know what? Do you know what? We should put it to the said retiree. I've actually messaged him, and he's and he's oh, he's, he's 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 so buzzing for this. So why don't we put it to him? I think that's a fair reflection. Like, you know, I've just I've just I've just gimmicked it. I've done a Toru Yano. I've done hee haw work and won both of them. So thanks, lads. Been fucking wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have done I have done the, the equivalent of going into like the last four men of the rumble and being like, Oh yeah, I've not even at the ring yet and I've already won. Fucking brilliant. You can be the Mr. Royal Rumble to be Anka's Miss Royal Rumble. 
<laughs> no, Grant, Grant's Mr. Debating Chamber, apparently. Like, that. He'd have, to, he'd have to fight the goat for that one. I know. He's goat. He's want that till the day he dies. He's done no, sorry, but he, fuck all and they won both. He, goat retired, so as far as I'm concerned, he shouldn't be even in this conversation unless we're having a I don't know why we still, I don't know why we still keep referring to that man as the goat. Like, yeah, I know. He's not actually the goat. I need to stop using that goat marker. If he was the goat, he'd still be there. And he wouldn't have... Why are we still talking about him? Right, stop. No, Just stop. stop. Anyway. I retired. Because he's a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> the nose are victorious for me in this debating chamber. I'll be brutally honest. I voted against the one, my actual opinion. I think she will be mistress. <laughs> I think she will get there. As, as soon as you put me on that side, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, man. How the fuck am I going to get this I mean, the most, understated, <laughs> most understated part of that debate is the minute Quacko came on screen, you just hear Greg going, oh, fuck. So <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, who's he got? Please tell me he's got Jack. Please tell me he's got Jack. Oh, he's got Quacko. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, we, oh, the people I'll... wanted Chris and Quacko, and we gave them Chris and Quacko. Just... Yeah, and apparently we weren't good enough. We, that's, we, we that's weren't good tactic. enough. Shock and awe, shock and awe. Throw, but... throw, throw the grenades, all the bullets, everything. Jack just mentioned Charlotte Flair in my head. I was like, God damn it, here we go. Like, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> talk about Charlotte Flair. I gotta shit on her. I like Charlotte Flair a lot. I don't want to dunk on her. But now we know how Becky Lynch feels. <laughs> Oh, yes. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, fair play, Chris. Charlotte's the weak point of that triple threat. That was a bold. That was a bold statement. <laughs> she was like, no, I, she I, is. I, no, she was. She, she was stuck bold. out. She like, if she she shouldn't have been there. Shouldn't have just been Becky and Ronda. But again, I digress. But as has been alluded to, my opinion does not matter. The opinion is of you, the listeners. So please get in touch with us. Comment on our social media and tell us who you thought should have won these two debating chambers. Who should WrestleMania have been a two-nighter? Permanently. It will Bianca Belair become Mr. WrestleMania. You know, have your vote. See who had the best argument. Who had the best hissy fit? You know, both of them are legitimate questions as a result of this particular show. Uh, and this is if, if this is the first time you've listened to us, please make sure you hit that subscribe button and you get all our great content we've got coming up. <laughs> I'm not really. Y'all really gave a good first impression to those that are listening to the first time after the after the end. To be be fair, if people stuck around from episode one of ESSR, fair play to them because the audio on that is terrible. So fair play to them for sticking this far down the line. Mm. (laughs) If this is the thing that puts them off, then we had a good run. Next week on the feature show, we're doing a review of In Your House: Revenge of the Taker from April 1997. Pray for us. Uh, and we're also doing a profile this month on Cody Rhodes WWE's Cody Rhodes never thought I'd say that but hey hope we did have it got so much other great content Adrenaline in my soul feature show on Cody Rhodes <laughs> <laughs> oh god on the network we've also got ESSR Central the latest years Saturday Draft Live where we go about our fantasy draft East meets rest East meets West where we talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling all the guys that are on this show take part in those shows at some point, so if you enjoyed them on this show, they're on all those shows, so please listen to them if you've not listened to it. Uh, I'd like to thank my panel, who, if we weren't doing this virtually, may begin to stab me, attack me, you know, do whatever they do in Chicago. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't worry, I'm just going to drop a message to Laura, she'll happily do it. Ah, 
No hard feelings, Steven. I, I won't be as mad at you as I am now in like half an hour. It's okay. <laughs> uh, first, Kwaku, thank you. Thank you very much. Jack, thank you. Alright, thank you. I, I I won't apologize for my for, for my for my, my outburst, but I'll just say it was the heat of the moment. It was the heat of the moment. <laughs> uh, Grant, thank you as well. Been a pleasure. Happy to take over from that scoundrel David Campbell as Mr. Debating Chamber. <laughs> and Chris, no, Charlotte you. Flair, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> preacher, preacher, preacher. Stephen, it was a pleasure being on my last debating chamber. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> Chris, from the highs of uh, last week's uh, season 13 draft, where all the listeners, all the watchers were praising you, <laughs> it's quite a crash down there. Yes, very polarizing reaction. I can't wait for more. I just wait till Ryan Douglas gets on his first one of these shows. <laughs> I, I will. Oh I anticipate it. That's when Chris will come back on. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Scott McLeod. And I'm Grant McGrobby. We are the hosts of the monthly show on each the Suplex Retreat East Meets West. Where we'll bring you all the latest happenings, reviews and big events from New Japan and the land of the Far East. You can remember to check out on the East Meets Suplex Retreat podcast feed on all good Android podcasting sites like Anchor, Spotify or iTunes now. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.